Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique here with my counterpart, Vince Loran, and we're so excited to approach this day with the question number eight. And uh, Vince, I'm going to let you take, take that, but I'm so excited about covering this because it's really where the rubber meets the road. So uh, go ahead, introduce it. Absolutely. And speaking of question eight, it has a lot to do with the intrinsic, what you're doing yourself um, to, to, to enhance your potential as a leader. And the question we posed out there was, what are you doing to ensure you continue to grow and develop as a leader? And five different subjects came to the top or topics. And it really started out with uh, first one that resonated with folks was reading and training. And, and I like to default to Stephen Covey here because he shared with the world this, the seven habits of highly effective people. And tip number seven is sharpen your saw which basically he also said it means preserving and enhancing the greatest asset you have, you. So Stephen Covey, thank you for that. And yes, reading and writing. And it is twofold, folks, because if you sharpen your saw, guess what you're going to do? You're going to really radiate that power, that energy. A, you're going to retain your people. Because statistics state that 75% of employees voluntarily leave their job or quit their job because of their bosses. So again, you want to have effective leaders and effective people, you have to be right on point with all your skills. So investing in leadership training is it's highly important to keep that recruitment cost down. What other thing you do externally is you also increase in productivity. You have the right mix because you have the emotional intelligence to deal with the diverse group of people that are in your team. So keeping that success will provide and promote productivity to another level. And also what you're doing is you're nurturing for future leaders. You, you're enhancing the next group that's going to rise to the top once you leave that, that seat and, and move to another direction. So you're nurturing those future leaders. Um, another last thing is employee engagement. You're increasing that as well. You're providing folks the opportunity. And when you talk about engagement, one thing that training and reading will do for you is that you will work best on providing feedback and receiving feedback because that's very important. It, the difference in, in great and good leaders or good and great leaders is that feedback, not just the annual one, but you periodically do it. It helps that engagement of your employees because they'll know which direction, which way they need to pivot. Um, training and, and reading serves you to sharpen your saw. Here it you can do is implement an effective leadership style because it's not just one way of doing things. You have to have a broad umbrella of different facets of leadership servant leadership, sometimes authoritative, directive, engaging. So uh, increases your style, be more effective. Better at making decisions. 
Uh, it will help you understand what you're doing, how to make that return of investment. As I mentioned early on, increases your emotional intelligence. Also your self-confidence because what? It, it, it challenges you. Uh, training and reading challenges you. Uh, learning to maximize your team uh, productivity. It helps reduce stress. It says by reading six minutes, stress is reduced by 68%. That's huge, folks. And we all know how stress can be impacted in our decision-making and our leadership ways. So folks, work on that because we don't want to lose 74% of our workforce because we're terrible bosses. Continue to work on your reading and and your training, folks. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, you know, you just brought up a point on how that contributes to you personally, not only in the education piece, but in the stress level piece. Uh, my family, uh, during this, you know, crises or, or time, have uh, injected into our daily schedule at least 20 minutes of reading. And uh, every day, everybody finds their book, and we all read at the same time, the different books, but we all read at the same time so that we can provide each other a, 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 an environment where we can easily read and, uh, and retain what we're reading. Uh, but it's crucial. It actually helps you decompress, you know, let go of some things that have been maybe on your mind and gives you that breathing room that you need to, clear, to clearly think about other things that are coming down the road. And on top of that, you educate yourself. I'm a big proponent for reading and training. Now, my family, if they hear me say that, they'll say, what? You reading? Uh, I I would not read books. I'm a big audio book guy. I can, I, but it was because of the fact that we would be traveling. You know, you travel to work, you throw the audio book in the, and you, and you listen to it as you get go and come back from work. But now that I've been home, I'm really enjoying sitting down and reading an actual book. Right. So, uh, it's, uh, it's amazing what it does. Yeah. Brene Brown. She, uh, she is, uh, a wonderful, not only speaker, but uh, author and, and, and producer of books. So um, yeah, find a good book and really start to feed yourself, right? We're always feeding somebody else. We're always looking out for somebody else. Well, guess what? You're a well. And once your well runs dry, what are you going to do? That's usually when problems start. So feed yourself so that you can feed others. Absolutely. Now sharing this, the uh... Brene Brown, a dare to lead book is what I'm currently reading. So to his point is enhancing your own feet, feeding yourself. But one thing Enrique mentioned was that time that they, they block off as a family to do that. He also serves as a mentor and a, and a coach in that aspect. And that's the second point that folks pointed out is having that uh, mentor coach to enhance what you're reading and what you're training on. Because it's valuable, not only as a leader, but every steps of your life, you should go ahead and have a lead, a mentor and a coach because they go hand in hand with training. Uh, it makes you as a leader become more valuable in the organization by developing and enhancing your skills, not only professional, but also personally. What helps with a coach and mentor? It seeks to improve you to improve in your specific areas that you're looking to improve on. They also are out there to hold you accountable to deliver the areas you need strengthening. 
Um, you're not working alone. They will hold you accountable in a non-threatening, non-judgmental way. And, and it's confidential. So it's, I per personally have witnessed leaders having aha moment, moments, refocus and pivot, repivot, pivoted to a different uh, direction to be a better versions of themselves. So like anything else, do your homework, seek out uh, coaches that are impactful and that will be a good match for you or mentor because not all of them are created equal. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, you and I both, all right, with coach mentors, we, we do this for a living. Um, and we have seen the fruit of that uh, labor. We've seen it in people. And, and one of the most enjoyable times in our lives uh, in the profession that we're in is seeing those pivots and then seeing the fruit of them achieving more um, uh, because they actually enacted what we had spoken about. Now, most people don't understand that coach, that mentor uh, relationship or what it actually does for you. Um, there's a verse that I always like and I always cling to, which is a, a, a rope of two or three strands is stronger. You know, you can be the best you can be in a profession. You could be the top. But guess what? How much stronger would you be as a rope, as an anchor, if you had two to three strings wrapped around you, right? It'd be, it's not easy to break. So uh, what a coach and what a mentor provides is an outside perspective, blind sides, right? Uh, things that you cannot see because you're in the mix, those individuals can come and support you. We're there for support. We're not there to direct. We're not there to tell you what to do. We're there to bring forth maybe a clearer view, a wider angle view, so that you can progress smartly. Something that you can, a decision you can make with more information, with different perspectives. And it's amazing what that does for uh, careers, for professions, uh, even life. Um, I'm a mentor through Veterati. It's a online uh, uh, mentorship platform for veterans. And I can't tell you how many times uh, I would suggest something and I would get, I never thought of that. That's what that is. That's why mentors are there. That's why coaches are there. We can't think of everything. And so I can't, uh, not just because we're in that profession, but I can't encourage you enough to get yourself a mentor, get yourself a coach, even if you have to pay for it, because it, it just helps you tremendously. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm all for uh, uh, this specific uh, thing that came out you know, in, the, uh, in the interview questions, yeah. No, I totally agree with you, Enrique. I mean, and they are in the driver's seat. We're just sitting in the back seat. So hey, turn left. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't turn right. <laughs> but if they do, what did you learn by turning right? <laughs> so exactly. hopefully we'll learn again and not only see the wide angle, also, um, you know, maybe they're just looking at it at the 5,000-foot marker and we take them to the 30,000 feet to look at the bigger scope of things, too. So it does enhance their, their, their capabilities to the next level. Well, what it, what, you know, it's just amazing how one thing leads to another. Now, you and I, uh, uh, we're in this profession, but it, I'm sure that somehow we got involved in something voluntarily, 
<laughs> that kind of threw the light bulb out there. And so, you know, you, you, you have mentioned uh, the points, right? And, um, and, and I'm going to let you run with this one right here, but it's so important, this specific point that, you, that we were about to bring up, because um, I, I have, and in the military, we live a life of service. That's mm -hmm. what we do. We serve. And, and, and sometimes you don't know how to shut that off. Uh, but that's good because the community needs us, doesn't it? <laughs> no, yeah. we, and we need the community. So it's a two-way street. And, and, and that's what I'm greatly appreciative folks brought this up because involved in the community slash helping was the next top, next area of focus here. Now, everyone should be involved in the community in some way, shape, or form by offering either your time, your talents, or your treasure. So, but you know what? It's important because for, first and foremost, it's our community, which we are a part of. It's our social responsibility to be involved. And as you're a corporate leader, your corporate response, social responsibility as well. So it is a two-way street, having the opportunity to interact with circles outside your own profession. So that's a, that's a plus in that arena. Um, it's a feel good opportunity, you know, for you to help others. It should warm your heart and it's great to bring people together. It brings people together from all walks of life. So what a what best way. One thing that I've seen done and I thought it was a great example is that I've seen leaders have teams quarterly implement quarterly volunteer events as, as part of their job and, and became a false multiplier. A, it's a great way to send off your team cohesively uh, to an event and get so much bang for the buck versus going to sending them to conferences. It yields different and better results for the team to be more cohesive. And that's what you're looking for. It, it can make it fun. You can make it empower the team to decide which four to do each year. So volunteering should be part of your makeup of your corporate social responsibilities but part of your culture as an organization. Um, you can read to the youth. Um, talk about reading, you can read to the youth as well as an opportunity to give back to your community, to give back to others in this sense. So there's so much ways to engage yourself, your team in the community, and the great dividends is for you to learn different circles and understand different professions out there. Um, I, I think it's such a value. It hints to our passion as, as those that have served in the military and others that just serve uh, volunteer like nurses, first responders. So I, my hat's off to all of those that volunteer and help out because the community needs us. Yes, and uh, not only needs us, but uh, they actually want to integrate those that want to give. You know, they, they, are, they are asking for the help. It's a lot of times that, that, that voice goes dim you know, in the ears of the people. Uh, but volunteering does so much more uh, for you than it does for them. And you, you do meet a need, but it really, re it really starts to work at your heart, your mentality, how you see things, how you perceive things. Um, you get information that normally you wouldn't get in another forum by being there at the mix, doing things hands-on. Um, I was a, a I was blessed. I was blessed during my career uh, to be able to volunteer almost every year <laughs> since the day I started serving. Um, 
and it and it resulted in in an accolade right there's a presidential uh veteran or volunteer service award um and uh, that award uh, it comes from the white house from the president and uh, and i was fortunate to to participate and and achieve that but it's not about awards it's about the impact that we have on our community if we want to be if we want to see change we got to be the change right so we, we when we do that in our communities we really bring value we bring you know if it's, if it's a veterans uh, bringing that then they then the community can get exposed to what a veteran is they hear about your stories and you educate them and then you serve at the same time but i i love the fact that they brought up this particular uh selfless act right uh, which you would say you know oh you're trying to focus on yourself well by focusing on yourself you have to focus on somebody else first you know so they and you both feed each other but uh, it was it, it's great um and and it expands your mind it expands your mind which is necessary if you want to be a good leader oh i i cannot agree more with you there Enrique. i mean well the next one really dives into that you know apply what you learn right having a growth mindset and, and this is to me is where the rubber hits meets the road because as we learn either a uh, and through a book or through a, a webinar, we learn, you know, linearly, but we grow in a circle. We go grow with a community. We grow by applying what we learned. And, and that really puts us to the test because we can read all about how to be uh, less stressed at work. But when we're stressed, we only grow by applying what we learn. So application is key here. And one thing that growth mindset does for us has many benefits to include greater comfort for taking professional and personal risk uh, and striving to stretch yourself to those goals. That's a good thing about that growth mindset because failure sometimes leads to, not sometimes, most of the times leads to success. We talked about uh, Thomas Edison with the light bulb, the failure, failure, failure until you get the boom. So, you know, it leads to that. You have to take risks. Higher motivation, lower stress, anxiety and depression, great working relationships it betters them higher performance it's totally a true testament of applying your learning to your growth and it shifts from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset your day-to-day -day challenges are extremely overwhelming and, and you should take personal control of your own emotions and guide others to do the same that only happens with a growth mindset which really com combines emotional intelligence in there and one key to learn, one, one learning aspect as you train yourself and learn is having mindfulness and meditation. And list of one of your training, of your trainings. Highly advise you to practice that. The power of breathing, keeping you in charge of your emotions, and not your emotions in charge of you. Most definitely. That's, uh, that's funny you bring that up because uh, this week I've been uh, uh, hearing a lot of no, but let's let's face it, right? These times has drawn up out of that well that I mentioned has drawn up some emotions, some feelings that up that people have not ever experienced. Uh, have brought up uh, not only feelings but thoughts that you know are counterproductive because you know there could be times of depression, there could be times of, of fear, there could be. There is stuff that we have not dealt with in a block of time steady 
for like the last six, seven months that we've all been in this thing, right? So, um, you know, uh, applying growth mindset, applying things that are going to help you uh, can, you know, can combat those type of things. And, and, and even more importantly, now more than ever, since we're almost secluded, uh, you know, almost some to 100%, um, it's, it's really important for you to surround yourself with positivity, surround yourself with a, a mindset of growing people that think that way, that speak that way, um, for you to ensure that, that you're developing the way that you should. Uh, and you're not actually feeding something yourself, something that's going to make you kind of uh, go backwards. And so uh, it's so important to surround yourself with, with good stuff. Yes. And, and their last point was talking about surround yourselves. So, but you do surround yourself with positive individuals. That's the, the last key to talk about growth. Um, and I am saying here right now, I'm so thrilled to co-host a show with Enrique because I'm surrounding myself with positive influence and people like you. And, and that's what it takes folks, because I wouldn't be able to face it. I would not be able to do this alone having this opportunity to grow and learn how to do a podcast if it wasn't for you, Enrique, because, you know, you, 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 you elevate me to another level. So talk about it, surrounding yourself with positive influence, plus the reason why we invite other leaders and other guests to our show, because we are surrounding ourselves, giving this to community of other perspectives of other leaders in, the, in, the, um, in our nation. Uh, and hopefully in the world, you know, coming to be. But talk about surround yourself. And one, one, one great uh, folk told me back in the day, oh, crusty chief mass sergeant, you know, stand or lean, lean, lean on shoulders of giants, you know, be, uh, or those you admire. You're going to learn a lot, you know. Don't be scared. Lean on their shoulders. Be on top of their shoulders, you know, because they know what's out there. They've seen the mountaintop, and they hopefully want to – if, they, if you're willing, they'll admire you too to get you that to the next level. But while you do that, have a diverse circle as well. Not those folks that just look like you have a diverse pool of folks that are positive. Surround yourself, not only has to be physically, you can do through electronic means, you can join online groups. Again, volunteer is another way of surrounding yourself in the community to create those relationships. And I'll add the surrounding yourself can be admiring folks that are immersed in the books that you read. You can surround yourself by embodying them as well in those written words. But folks, always continue to grow and transform for, and find your circle. Well, I tell you, I'm, I'm humbled <laughs> by your comment there. And I'm uh, as equally blessed and encouraged by, by you. Uh, so, you know, we mentioned this earlier, right? As iron sharpens iron, right? As iron sharpens iron. And you need to, this, you know, our interaction through this podcast, through what we do in the community, through what we do through different veteran organizations, uh, because we're both kind of in tandem in, in a lot of those, um, it's, it's, it is a proof. It's proof that when you surround yourself with like-minded people, uh, people that are, are after uh, success and positivity, uh, not ill gain success, but success through positivity. Um, it, on, it, it not only 
allows you to grow, but it also allows you to give. And so that's a, a blessing in itself. Uh, I'm so happy that uh, this uh, final question actually uh, focuses on the youth because uh, all of our other previous seven questions, uh, including the introduction, was, was about uh, external influences on your uh, leadership, uh, uh, on your professional life. Uh, but this one actually focuses on you. And, you know, regardless of the se other seven ones having an impact or not, the one that has the most impact is this one. Because uh, as I've said before, right, everything starts with you. Uh, and if you can't get yourself right, how are you going to end up getting other people right uh, trying to do uh, the best they can? So you, you have to have something to give, and this is the way to do it. Yeah, and, and I'll say those thoughts and those actions should be based on your values rather than your personal gain. Uh, and that's true leadership right there. That exposes you of, of the values and your core, which is important. So this right here will supplement, augment you to be that better leader that, and, and be the better version of yourself. So I hope, you know, you gain from this as much as we've gained through this experience uh, through our eight questions. But we will not stop there. We have other things coming about. But we're, we're definitely going to go na nationwide and hopefully international. But uh, right now, that concludes all our questions. I hope you enjoyed them. And as we here meet every Wednesday morning, um, I hope you enjoyed this. And if you have any topics or questions as we concluded our, our questions of our survey, reach us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. We'll be more than happy to entertain them and, and bring them up to light and share from there. And uh, yeah, most, most uh, assuredly, if, if you reach out to us, you want to hear something concerning leadership, please do uh, reach out to us in an email. And if you're a company out there and you're listening, uh, you're uh, either local or nationally, and you want to be uh, spotlighted or interviewed on our, our podcast, uh, reach out to us. Um, if you have any apparel or you know, we, we, we like to drink coffee. We like to, uh, you know, drink as we uh, do the show. But <clears throat> please send us your apparel. Uh, if you want to sponsor us, uh, please do that so as well. Um, next week is, uh, it's a great week. We go back uh, to the interviews of, of people and organizations that are doing great things, not only here in Florida, but nationwide. And next week we have uh, camaraderie foundation uh, how about that Vince oh yeah talk about surrounding yourself with positive people with positive influencers yes July 15th Anna Tanzila from the camaraderie foundation the development manager and camaraderie foundation for those who don't know is their mission is to provide healing for the invisible wounds of war through counseling emotional and spiritual support for all branches of post 9-11 vet service members and their families this is one you don't want to miss, folks, July 15th. More than happy. Stay tuned, stay blessed, and stay sharp. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Void Podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.